You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. This can be one of the scariest transitions in leadership. Those of you who've been here for a while or who have continued on to new levels of leadership may forget what it was like to make this leap, but a leap it is. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. I had an opportunity to catch up with Millie Welsh of Zebra Love Web Solutions last week, and Millie has been a guest on Women Taking the Lead and a longtime sponsor of this podcast. About a year or so ago, she started diving into doing workshops to help small business owners get savvy in the digital marketing space without having to spend thousands of dollars hiring somebody else to do it for them. She is taking the overwhelm out of technology and software and has some workshops coming up in the next few months on blogging and creating content to boost your SEO, getting the most out of Google Analytics, which is definitely something I want to attend, and SEO strategies that work. If this sounds like something you need, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash zebra workshops to find out more and register for her upcoming events. Again, that's womentakingthelead.com forward slash zebra workshops. And you can find this link in the post that accompanies the episode as well. We are officially in spring and I am breathing a sigh of relief. Although here in Maine, it takes some time for spring to truly come. This is the time of year we can see the light at the end of the tunnel and we are ready for it. If you are in the Northern Hemisphere, you may be sensing there is more energy moving around. People are coming out of hibernation and plans are being made for the warmer weather months. I am gleefully clapping my hands right now. Today, I want to start a conversation with you about something that is near and dear to my heart, the various levels of leadership as related to the workplace. This is such an important topic, and even if you have career growth and promotions on your mind, you may not be aware of all the nuances of taking on higher levels of leadership. This can impact your ability to get promoted and your ability to be successful after you've been promoted. In my career, I was promoted five times within six years, and I learned a lot about what I needed to develop within myself and how to do it. And some of it was baptism by fire because of the pace I was promoted at. I've been thinking about doing an episode on this topic for some time, but recent experiences have made the delivery of this information more urgent. What I find is that if something is coming up for my clients and the people I'm casually chatting with day by day, it's likely also a big topic for you as well. I've heard too many of you reporting struggles that were due to not knowing how you needed to shift your leadership as you rose through the ranks. I'm going to go through some common leadership levels between this episode and the next, and I'm going to talk about the skills and mindsets you need to take on if you want to achieve higher levels of leadership and be successful in that position once you get there. In this episode, I'm going to start at the beginning with the first two levels of leadership. The first level is the entry-level leader, 
the individual contributor. Yes, this is a level of leadership, and it's the one where you need to master self-leadership. You display to your own leaders that you can lead by first being able to lead yourself. At this level, you just need to master the basic mechanics of the job. When you're brand new to your job, there is a phase of adjusting to the company culture and the processes and procedures. In the beginning, this can be a stressful time because everything is new, but it's also very exciting because everything is new. You have an opportunity to establish yourself and in some senses, recreate yourself from whom you've been in the past. In this level, you also need to develop the ability to identify and ask for what you need. You can't sit around waiting for someone to notice you don't have enough training or the resources to be successful. Struggling on your own, getting frustrated won't help you. Asking for help is a good thing and the responsible thing to do. You want to convey you are taking responsibility for your performance. So letting your leaders know you need more support rather than sitting around waiting for them to figure it out will be greatly appreciated. Also, this is the level you can stand out from your peers by getting the basics right. Know your job, arrive on time, look presentable, be pleasant to the people you work with, strive to do your best, and learn from your mistakes. Sounds a little too basic, doesn't it? However, people struggle with these basic behaviors and mindsets. They may not have had a good role model or good role models or training on how to show up and work well with others. If this is you, Focus on the fundamentals listed previously, and you'll be surprised at how quickly you are being considered for more responsibility by your current leaders. I'm going to pivot here to take a moment to talk about my other extraordinary sponsor, Text Expander, because another skill you also need to master at any level of leadership is time management and creating more bandwidth by being more efficient. Text Expander 6.5 is out with a new visual editor for snippets, and here are some of the upgrades. The new editor gives you visual access to fill-ins, dates and date math, nested snippets, and more. Automation is easier with JavaScript syntax highlighting. And as always, the Text Expander snippets you use on your desktop or laptop work on your iPhone and iPad too. Text Expander Windows users get offline editing support and improved expansion. My listeners get 20% off their first year. So if you're interested in that, visit textexpander.com forward slash podcasts to learn more about Text Expander. Again, go to textexpander.com forward slash podcast and select Women Taking the Lead from the drop down list for 20% off your first year. Now, the next level of leadership is the frontline people leader. This can be one of the scariest transitions in leadership. Those of you who've been here for a while or who have continued on to new levels of leadership may forget what it was like to make this leap, but a leap it is. This is the level where a massive shift in perspective is required and all the fundamentals of being a people leader are introduced. At higher levels of leadership, the mental shift has already happened, and there are nuanced improvements on the fundamentals. 
If you are relatively new to being a people leader or about to make this transition, there are a few things you need to be mindful of. Know that this is not an easy transition. So if it's a little rough at first, that's okay. It's all part of the learning curve and not a reason to decide that you're not good at this or to give up. You just made a radical change in your responsibilities and the accountability and structure of your job is now very different. You're still responsible for your own performance, but now you're responsible and accountable for the performance of others. The difficulty of this transition goes up a notch if your former peers are now your direct reports. At this level of leadership, you need better communication and organization skills. You have to be on top of things or you will easily slip into an experience of things being out of control. As before, you need to ask for help and support until you've got your bearings in this new position. You also need to be able to balance holding people accountable to their performance and having compassion for them as human beings. You have to be willing to listen with an open mind and yet make firm decisions when the time comes. You have to be more mindful of your own behavior and attitudes because your people are watching you closely for how they should think and feel about things and how they should behave. This may make you feel like you're under a microscope and that people are watching to see if you'll slip up. My recommendation, if you're feeling this way, is to let that thought go. Instead, tell yourself people are rooting for you to do well and are watching for that. If you think about it, their life will be better if you do well in your new position. Ultimately, no matter what attitude or behavior they're displaying right now, they want you to win. If you want to have your people's respect, there are a few things to be aware of. You have to stay away from and discourage gossip. You need to be a human being without oversharing and never require your people to do anything you are not willing to do yourself if needed. Being a frontline manager, you may still be working side by side with your team and you need to be an example of what you expect from them. You are also now running staff meetings, so you also need to have a keen understanding of different personality types and communication styles. For instance, introverts and extroverts have different needs. In regard to meetings, introverts want to know exactly what will be discussed and have all the information ahead of time so they can give well-thought-out responses and contribute ideas and solutions during the meeting. To them, the meeting is a formality to bring everything to a conclusion. If you give them information on the spot, they won't be able to give you an immediate response. They need time to themselves to think about things. For introverts, group settings are not conducive to the creative work. For them, that happens when they're alone. Extroverts look at meetings differently. You can send the agenda and supporting documentation for the meeting ahead of time, but for them, the meeting is the beginning of the conversation and is a tool to think out loud, brainstorm, and make sense of the information that was provided ahead of time. Because talking for an extrovert is synonymous with thinking, they can typically come to conclusions and make decisions in a group setting. 
In just this one example, it's important to not only provide the agenda and all the necessary information ahead of time, you need to communicate the purpose of the meeting and what you are looking to accomplish with that time. That way, both personality types have their needs met. The better you know your people, the work that they do, and what they need to be successful at their own job, the easier your job will be. It's also important not to play favorites, even if you're tempted, right? We're naturally drawn to certain personality types, but you have to stay interested in all your people. Treat everyone as a valued member of the team, regardless of tenure or current capabilities. People perform better when they are working with and for someone they know, like, and trust. They won't trust you if they don't sense that you like them and support them. They also need to sense that you not only support their high performance, which helps you, you support their development and professional goals as well. And bonus, as much as possible, help your team get to know each other. They may not have all the same values, motivations, and communication styles, but if they can understand where someone else is coming from, it's easier to get along and get work done as a team. Ultimately, what all of these skills and behaviors will create is a cohesive team that gets the job done without a lot of fuss, aka drama. (laughs) This is what will have you stand out to your leaders. When they see what you can do with one team, they naturally start to wonder what you can do for another team as well. As you are working on mastering this level of leadership, be on the lookout for those on your team who take ownership of their performance and that of the team as well. Find out if they would like to take on more responsibility and if they have professional aspirations. If so, give these individuals opportunities and additional training so they are ready to become a frontline leader when your next big opportunity comes along. Yep it's time to start delegating. Here, you're not delegating just to get work off your plate. You're delegating to give others the opportunity to show they want to step up and are capable of stepping up. Watch how these people you want to develop interact with the team and handle conflict. To be a people leader, they have to actually like people and have the ability to deal with various attitudes and fluctuating emotions. And no worries if they're not there yet. These are skills that can be developed in future leaders, and the best time to start developing them is before the promotion, not after. In regard to your own development, once you're on your way to having a high-functioning team, spend more time learning about your company or organization if you haven't already. Learn the history. Be informed on where the organization is now and what the goals of the future are. Get to understand the different departments and divisions and understand what they do and how each impacts the other. If you want to be considered for the next promotion, you need to have a greater awareness of the water you're swimming in. And at the next level, it's a requirement. I would love to get your take on these first two levels of leadership. Comment on the post and let me know what your experience was like at these first two levels and what you might add. 
I also have some bonus material right on the homepage at womentakingthelead.com. There are five things you need to stop doing to achieve with ease. And if you want to be successful as a leader, these are the things you definitely want to avoid. So you can find an opt-in right on the homepage at womentakingthelead.com to get the five things you need to stop doing to achieve with ease. I hope this was of value to you, and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.